Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where you're invited to walk with two unusual friends through the ups and downs of the art of friendship. My name is Stina Constantine. My name is Father Sean Burns, and together we explore what it takes to grow real, satisfying friendships, the joys and challenges we face along the way, and of course, becoming a good friend ourselves. We hope by sharing our learning and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Welcome back to another episode of Living Fullness. Whether you're listening in through your earpiece, in your car or in your home, as always, you are most welcome. How are you going, Padre? Well, thank you. How are you, Stina? I'm doing well. I'm That's doing good. well. What have you been up to this week? Uh, I caught up with mum and dad over the phone. Just had a conversation with them and it was so nice just How to catch up going? with my parents. They're going well. They're going well. They're, 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 uh, they're in Albury. And Albury at the moment is like COVID central. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but they're, 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 they're doing well though. They're, they're um, uh, you know, staying at home and, mm. and trying to stay safe. And, and, uh, but they're in really good spirits, really high spirits. They're, they're keeping themselves really busy because they've, they've, um, they've got my sister and her husband and children living with them at the moment. Uh, yes. Which is really, really cool because they, the, uh, my sister and her family sold their house just recently uh, in preparations for building a, a new home that includes a, a place for mum and dad. So, mm. yeah. yeah. So it's a bit really of a full cool. house at the moment. It totally is a full house at the mm. moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good on them. So, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, how about yourself? What have you been up to? Too recently, I actually had a hosted a painting session, virtual painting session. Uh, a few ladies from church bought a painting kit of a pig, <laughs> Wilbur from Charlotte's Web, um, and we decided to paint this little pig uh, together, which was really cool. Like we got like a video instructional yeah, yeah, and sure. um, an instruction booklet, and we just sort of you know hung nice. out by Zoom and. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, it was good fun. Yeah. It's good yeah. fun. Well and done. it was just awesome to see how everybody's pictures turned out differently, yeah, even though yeah. we followed the same set of instructions. Yep. Like, yeah, it was really cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Nicely done. Mm. Mm. So in this episode, we are looking at perseverance, heading towards the end of the year. And really at this point, we can start to feel a bit sort of, oh, let it, let's sort of start to wind down kind of thing. But. Really, this is the time to think about what are some of the things that would be needed for us to be able to finish the year well and likewise to be able to have the same kind of attitude for our life, you know. Sure, sure. The race of life to be able to finish that well. And so one of those things is motivation and really looking at what motivates us to mm. keep going because the reality is if we can look at those motivations and plan from that, from mm. what we actually desire we're much more likely to be able to continue to run better to be able to continue to live well so i guess a starting point then would be to consider what might be some of the things that stand in our way okay all right well why not start with the big dirty one Uh? fear Uh. fear a paralysis of sorts, right? You know, mm. what if I can't do it right? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to mess up. You know, what if I fail? Th- these are all things, particularly as we as we start out for new endeavors or we start out for something which is uh, which is difficult to attain, something which requires effort from us, something which might require sacrifice. Uh, you know, these doubts often do 
make their way into our minds and hearts. And uh, so, you know, basically, uh, the fear and doubt that comes with starting a new thing or persevering in a difficult one. Uh, And so, what does this mean for us spiritually? Well, it means, number one, catching the light as they come. Mm. Because things like, I can't do this, I'm going to fail. They're all predictions that are yet to come true. And, and at the end of the day, even if I do fail, well, so what? Mm. I think it was, it was uh, Bruce Lee, God rest his soul. Bruce Lee says that in great attempts, it is glorious even to fail. Mm. Uh, because you learn something. You, know, you take something from it you, you, and, and it actually assists in the whole perseverance thing. Because you go, okay, that didn't work, I'll do it different mm. you know i'll go back to the drawing board. i'll look at this again uh you know a failure is a sign that an attempt has been made uh and and that an attempt can be made again mm. uh so the ideas of, of of being frightened of failure really is a big fat lie uh and one that we need to uh to catch similarly uh we also need to once we catch those lies to speak truth you know, to replace those lies with that which is true, uh, which is to say, well, yes, I might fail, but that failure does not define me. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and uh, uh, well, no, I may not know what I'm doing, but but you know what? I'm going to give this every bit of shot that I can and God's yeah. going to be with me as I do and I've got a support group and it's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. So being able to, to, to look at reality, see it as it is uh, and, and confront it from that perspective. Mm. Yeah. And with the whole I can't thing, it reminds me of something my old martial arts teacher used to say. Mm. Whenever we would say I can't, it was like punishment central. That yeah, was yeah, that was a forbidden right. phrase right, right. Um, in the dojang. But <laughs> if ever we dojang? said it in the dojang, yeah. <laughs> what was the dojang? Um, uh, I've, I've heard of dojo, but no, dojang. Dojang, yeah, it was the training centre. Um, and he would say, with that attitude, you won't. Like it was, yeah, it was a very yeah. simple, yep, if you have that fixed mindset that says you can't, yeah, you're right. You yep. won't. Yep, that's right. <laughs> but, you know, change it. You know, sometimes the the, the simple stuff, man, uh, um, do you remember as a kid being told the story of the little engine that could? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. there's, 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 there's something to be said for those stories, yes. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, put into it in, in a spiritual sense too, the, the truth with I can't is not just I can but also – uh, yeah, you're right. I can't on my own. I can't. Right, right, right. With God, I can. With God, nothing's impossible. Exactly. So just being able to speak those those truths into yeah. those places of lies. Beautiful. Another one is setting the wrong goal. Mm. Um, so we have to think about what we're actually trying to achieve, what we're trying, what the goal actually is, um, and then work backwards almost. So you know, if if my goal is to be able to eventually run a ten kilometer race of some kind or just to be able to run 10 kilometers it's not smart for me to set a goal that is something like well every day I'm just going to write for 20 minutes about why I want to run 10 kilometers I mean it might be something helpful for a little bit of motivation but at some point I have to actually start running like that's that's the action that I need to take. There right. are smaller goals that I need to physically be able to achieve before I can get to my 10-kilometre target. Right. Doing something that's completely unrelated to that or very far away from that isn't always the right goal. So when it comes to our lives, you know, what is the goal that we're actually 
trying to achieve here. Mm. And I believe that it's sanctity. Yeah. I think sanctity is yeah. the is the end goal for us. You know, eventually we want to be able to be with God in heaven. That's right, right. Yeah. That's our end goal. So what does that tangibly mean in our day-to-day? What do we actually what needs to be our day-to-day goals mm. for that to be a possibility? Yeah. Even. Yeah. Um, and then to think about well, what is the purpose of my life mm. um, on this earth? Like what is yeah. what has God called me to? It, me specifically. What has mm. he called each and mm. every one of us specifically to in our yeah. lives? And what are the things that I need to plan and take action for yeah. to be able to move in that direction? Right, right. I think that that's, that's, that's spot on. And, and, and associated with that is that setting goals which are achievable and not like, as you say, setting the goal of I want to run 10 kilometres well, okay, yeah, you want to run 10 kilometres, but there are other goals that you've got to yes. that you've got to achieve before you get the 10 kilometres. Stepping stones. Stepping stones, as you say, right? Also, I need to consider conditions, things which are necessary for me to reach that particular goal. So, for instance, I might have the the goal of of um, of writing a writing a thesis, particularly poignant for myself at the moment, um, and and. That might be the goal, but if I don't acknowledge and accept the condition of sleep, mm-hmm. I'm not going to write anything that is particularly useful. Yeah, you know, if I don't acknowledge that there are certain conditions that I actually have to meet in order to achieve the goals that I want to desire, that that, that I want that I want to achieve, then it's, it's not going to mm. it's not going to work out. And in terms of sanctity, it's the same deal too. Is that there are certain conditions that have to be in place? For instance, um, I need to have a good group of friends. Yeah, you know, I need to be to be um, uh, I need to at least have the desire in my heart of 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 living a life of conversion. You know, and 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 these these are certain conditions that have to be in place, yeah. um, or else the goal is is. The goal is going to conf- is going to conflict with the conditions, yeah, uh, and, and and it's not going to work out. Mm. Yeah, and in relation to what you were saying there about you know sleep and things like that, we also have to be able to acknowledge the gift of you know the human body that we've been given, the gift of life right. that we've been given, right. exactly, and to act in a way that discards that, diminishes that, throws that away in any way. Spot on. It goes against. It goes against how we're actually meant to live to be able to live yeah. fully. Yeah. And that's actually not um, helpful when we're trying to achieve a goal of sanctity. Precisely. Precisely. Coupled with that can sometimes be a, a lack of clarity. Like, do I actually know what I want? You know, do I, have I actually sat down and gone, what do I want with my life? Mm. Like, do I actually want holiness? Do I want sanctity? Mm. Do I want to mm. be happy? Do I want, you know, and even to do that with other goals as well, to be able to sit down and go, what is it that I want to achieve? Yeah. Uh, you know, ultimately all goals should lead us to the the, the, the single goal of, of, of getting to heaven. Yeah. You know? And so. But uh, look, I'll be the first to admit that there've been periods in my life where that wasn't the case. Oh, dead set. If I sat down honestly and thought, absolutely. was I actually wanting holiness? Was absolutely. I actually wanting heaven? No. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's right. Spot on. And, and so, so there's a, uh, where there's a lack of clarity about what it is that I want, then it's actually difficult to achieve the goal that, that, that we desire with our hearts. You know, it's, it's, um, the goal we're made for is sanctity, but often there can be sort of um, there can be other goals that look like sanctity. 
Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like there, there can be other yes. goals that look like holiness that yeah. actually aren't, that often are probably slightly more linked to pride or ego than they are to holiness. Mm. And so where there's that lack of clarity, uh, it, 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 it actually does make it um, very difficult to achieve the, the, the purpose for which we're made. And I, I think the, the same thing goes for, other, for any, any goal that we set for ourselves is if there is not a clarity about why we want to do this thing and what it is that we want to do, failure will inevitably be the, the, the thing that, 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 that comes up. Yeah. Uh, and it won't be the kind of failure that we can learn from yeah. because we've not approached it with genuineness and honesty. Mm. Yeah. And it will make it very hard to get back up again to right. be able to keep going if right. we don't actually know... Exactly. Where we're heading. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Spot on. Spot on. Um, in this sense, uh, spiritually then having a, a clear vision, being able to articulate what it is that we want, what it is we desire out of, a, out of our, our Christian relationships, particularly our relationship with God, and to remind ourselves regularly of that vision. And, and, and that it's, it's helpful to write that down into, in a vision board or a diary or something to say, you know, These are the, this, this is how I desire to grow spiritually. This is how I desire to deepen my relationship with God this year. Yeah. Know, it's so helpful to do. Yeah. 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 Another thing that can get in our way is conflicting values, especially at the moment where our world tends to present us values that are less desirable than Christian values that we uphold. And a very, I guess, a, a popular one that we've had is this whole busyness equates to success. And the more achievements that we have in the worldly sense, the more successful we are. And so relating that back to what you said a moment ago, Padre, about, you know, the conditions that we need to have in place, those conditions need to come from Christian values. Yeah. Um, and when they don't, they cause a lot of havoc. So if we can't recognise the dignity and worth that we have as a human being and the gift of life that we've been given and the gift of our body and mind that we've been given and we allow ourselves to be sleep deprived regularly, to not eat well, not exercise well, not take care of that gift, then that actually goes directly against our Christian values. And yeah. anything that we're trying to achieve that goes against that is not leading us towards our ultimate goal. It's True. not healthy. It's not good. It's not what God wants for us. Yeah. That is not what he wants. On a, you know, that's just not, that's not his plan for, for love for us. Spot on. And so we need to be able to make sure that we're able to identify the ones that we actually operate by, the ones that we live by, mm. and the ones that come up that take us away from what we actually want. We need to be able to recognize them and name them and then find an alternative path. Well said. Well said. Another uh, sort of something that stands in the way at times from pers in terms of perseverance is a lack of autonomy. Mm. Um, uh, so... Who is it that has given us our vision? Who is it that gives us our values? You know, what, what is it that governs me? Is it my relationship with God? Or is it instead the opinions or the advice, exclusively the opinions and the advice of those who are around me? Mm. Um, now, that being said, often God will speak through others. Often God will speak through others, you know. Um, but when those words, when we listen to others and, and we are not hearing the word of God, we're hearing the word of, you know, 
the secular world or of the devil or you know well what do we what do we do there do we allow ourselves to be guided by that uh, or do we remember the words that we've heard which are clearly from the gospel which are clearly from God uh, spoken by those in our lives when we're unable to make decisions that are our own that are not the result of of our our own reflection and action but the result of what somebody else wants me to do mm. the result of what some friend quote unquote inverted commas wants me to do or or you know what society would like me to do or you know, when i make decisions based on that instead of what does god want me to do then my autonomy becomes lessened my freedom becomes lessened and and, and so uh really being free means that we are not bound by uh, chains which keep us from making choices which are in accordance with our very purpose, with the very end for which we're made. There's this great line in, um, and we're nearly sort of we're we're, we're kind of hurtling towards Christmas uh, Christmas at this point, so it's kind of fitting in a way. Um, this is a great line from Scrooge's The Christmas Carol. Um, and it's it's uh, um, from Scrooge's The Christmas Carol, yeah. from, from Dickens The Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, and uh, it's it's where Scrooge meets his old business partner Jacob Marley, mm-hmm. and Jacob Marley just goes with this big ghastly chain around him, and 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 Scrooge asks him, "Why do you wear this ghastly chain?" And he says to him, "I wear the chains I forged in life. I made them link by link and yard by yard, and of my own free will I fettered it." Is its pattern strange to you? Yeah, and it's this 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 moment for Scrooge to stop and reflect that the chain that I see him wearing, I wear one that is not so different. You know, it's just, it's it's a moment in which he's meant to reflect on that, and and where where you know we're meant to to also uh, look at what what chains us, what stops us from actually being free. What stops us from being from from being able to choose in favor of of, of the the thing that's actually going to make me full and happy, you know, which ultimately is God Himself, mm. you know? Mm. Uh, so being able to identify those things that chain us up it could be an addiction, it could be a sin, it could be whatever it might be, mm. to be able to identify it, to know it, and to categorically reject it. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing is also a lack of a challenge mm. too. Um, you can have a challenge that's too great that can almost contribute to that fear and paralyze yeah. us, but you can also have a challenge that isn't big enough. And when we get bored, we give up. Yeah, we just that's yeah. that's just part of what we do. We don't do the things that are that don't interest us. Yeah. We we like to be able to push and grow to a, to a certain extent. We like to be able to push and grow, and there's a threshold for that. There's a threshold of tolerance and there's a window of growth that's optimal. Mm. And it needs to be something that's less than a challenge that's too big but greater than a challenge that's too easy. And that will look different for every person. So it won't – I can't say this is what the that space will look like. Every person has a different window that's optimal for them. And spiritually, this is sort of our growth zone. This is where we grow. Yeah. This is the zone that's just outside our comfort zone. It's that space that feels, you know, maybe a bit awkward, a bit mm. new, a bit scary or very scary. Mm. Um, and it's a bit uncomfortable. 
but it's a place that calls us to love greater than we've been ordinarily and calls us to be more of who we actually are. And that's the point, like it's that space that we're called to live in. That's, it's that constantly going that little bit further to love God more fully and to love neighbour. Yeah, yeah, spot on, spot on. The place where we grow is the place of challenge. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, where challenge meets charity. Yeah, oh, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Mike dropped that business. <laughs> nice. I don't actually drop the mic because it costs. <laughs> yes, yeah, please don't but, drop but, the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Um, a um, another uh, obstacle uh, to perseverance it can be grief. Sometimes we, we we lose things in our lives, and we recognize that we need a bit of healing. Often in grief, we lose some strength. You know, we, 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 lose, we lose the endurance and, and, and in some ways some, a sense of perseverance. Mm. You know, in moments of grief, we often look at challenges with a, a sense of... Like, yeah, you know, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. And in fact, C.S. Lewis in a, a book that he wrote called A Grief Observed, which is just a stunning book I recommend it to everybody. The very first line is, nobody ever told me that grief felt so much like fear. And so it's it's uh, uh, I think grief can really sort of inhibit that uh, uh, that 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 level of perseverance. But at the same time, we need to recognize that part of the reason for that is that it's it's a period of healing. It's a period where we need some rest, rejuvenation, some nourishment, uh, and and to engage in those things at that time is often in itself an act of perseverance. Yeah. 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 And spiritually that may mean that we're not able to participate or persevere with the same spiritual works and prayers that we were doing ordinarily Mm. before this period of being in grief. But if we're able to sort of discuss that with our spiritual mentor or director and then sticking to a more manageable plan during this time, that in itself is perseverance. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not healthy for us to be fixated on what was when it's not helpful in the present. Sure. And being able to persevere with what is manageable in the here and now is us being in that optimal zone yeah. at this yeah. point in time. Mm. But then also when we're ready then we can revisit what that vision looks like yeah. and begin to dream with God again. Yeah, too right. Too right. I like that, dreaming with God again. That's, that's, mm. In fact, I would, I would, I would hazard a, a, to, to, to state, hazard to state, hazard to guess, I don't know, I would state, uh, <laughs> I would state that, that um, we've, we never stopped. Um, in, in moments of grief, we haven't stopped dreaming with God. It's just that the the dream becomes a little more fuzzy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like mm. it just it, it becomes inhibited by by a great emotional difficulty. Yeah, you know? yeah. We lose uh, a bit of that clarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, also, um, gr- grief in terms of perseverance, grief can actually be an important thing when it comes to giving certain things up. Mm. Um, yeah, th- th- there is actually a bit of room to grieve. To grieve things that that we're attached to, because sometimes grief can actually show us the stuff that we're attached to. Like, like if I, if, if I want to give up, you know, 
some food, but it fills me with a sense of, oh, I don't want to let that go. It's like, okay, I'm actually a bit attached to that. You know, or if there's some addiction that I have that it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm really attached to that. Like There is a sense of sadness in me about losing that. You know, it's okay to go, you know what, I feel great sadness in losing that. Um, I need to then look to what I'm gaining. Mm. You know, so, so being able to recognize that there is a certain level of grief involved that letting go of something that we're really, really attached to means then looking to see, well, okay, what am I gaining from this thing that I'm giving up? Yes. Oh, okay, that's what I'm gaining, right? Yeah. All right. Well, that puts that grief in perspective, you know, like yes. it's, it's, yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. What do we actually focus on? Right. Do we right. focus on what hurts and what is bringing us down or do we focus on the thing that is most important to us? Right, right, right. Spot on. It's just mm. like you said, that perspective. Yeah. Um, something else that might get in the way is also loneliness. You know, not having a cheer squad around us yeah. um, or people who inspire us mm. Um, mm. because we do tend to surround ourselves with people who are similar to us in some way, but do we also have people who, who we want to be like around us um, yeah, and people yeah. who encourage us? Not having that around us is actually quite detrimental yeah, to our goal. And because we're also social beings and, you know, we're made for communion, we don't do well in no, isolation. No, exactly. We don't do well in isolation yeah. at all. So look for people that you can connect with. And it doesn't have to be a lot of people. You don't need lots of connection. Just a few solid ones is plenty. And just allow yourself to be inspired. Mm. Spiritually, that will mean finding friends who are running the same race as you. Yeah. And don't be a friend afraid to lean on them yeah. in times of trouble yeah. and struggles. But also turn to the saints. You know? Yeah. They're ready and waiting to intercede. So, And they're cheering you on, man. Exactly. They're a pretty fantastic <laughs> cheer squad as far as cheer, yes. co- cheer squads go. That's, yes. Yeah. 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 I did a talk yeah. a few years ago to a group of confirmation kids and I was telling them that one of my running buddies is Mother Teresa, you know, in her blue and white sari and her <laughs> joggers. She runs next to me and she's like, you keep taking another step, girl. You take yeah, another one right. for those souls. Keep going. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's awesome. That's beautiful. Uh, I think the, the, uh, perhaps a, a final one just to turn to in terms of obstacles to perseverance, uh, burnout. Um, mm. and, I, and I talk about this one's a bit close to my heart in a way because one of the things that, that priests are known for is this phenomenon of burnout, uh, which is, is that, you know, you, you sort of – you're constantly at the coalface, you're constantly doing stuff, you're constantly at work and so but but at some point all of that has to has to, to come to a to a head. You know, I mean, priests don't have a nine to five life. Um, it's a it's it's a twenty four hour a day, seven day a week gig. And it's uh, not a gig, that's the problem. It's, right, right. It's, <laughs> well, it's, it's not a, the problem. But it's a it's 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 a vocation, mm. right? And uh, uh, so and and I I acknowledge that this this happens. I mean, this isn't just for priests doctors, mums, dads, you know, this can happen to, to, to anyone where we reach this stage of just being overwhelmed, of not having anything left in the tank, you know. Um, well, it's, it's kind of the point where the, the, the mind and the body together are going, warning, 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 time to just slow down, chill out, do something, man, because we, we are not coping well here. You know, um, uh, and so we actually have to listen to that. We have to listen to that because there's 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 no point 
persevering um, when damage is being done to the system. Like that's 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 not genuine perseverance. That's just forgive the bluntness here, but that's just stupid. Mm. You know, it's mm. it's 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 stupid to hear the body screaming, "I need rest," and going, "No, I must persevere." I'm all for heroic mm-hmm. virtue, Absolutely. but that's not heroic virtue. Uh, no. So we have to you schedule know, our that's, goals that's, in an achievable manner. That is, to schedule our is breaks and rests doing damage to the organism that God has given us. Stop and pray and speak to God. Stop and pray and enjoy the company uh, of others. We need to let our bodies and our it's, minds reboot. We need so rest. Important. We um, need uh, social interaction. So that we're not focused exclusively on... There's no um, use trying to the pretend the burnout isn't happening to, either. Like that's to, just going to make it perseverance. Worse. So if I can just say one thing towards about that space, the, if we are about perseverance, and that I need time, genuine perseverance, I need time to rest, I need time to recharge. Recognizing these obstacles you know, actually is important to have that recreation built into our into our weeks. To be able to persevere leads to great joy, mm. leads to immense joy. Mm. You know, because it's 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 a perseverance to an end a perseverance to a purpose to a person mm-hmm. uh, who is god himself mm-hmm. and that means that regardless of what's going on when all is said and done i am loved infinitely by god that's what perseverance ultimately demonstrates that's what this 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 holy perseverance ultimately demonstrates so yeah mm. beautiful so there you go. There was a few different thoughts to consider when it comes to perseverance and things that might stand in the way of motivation. Hopefully there was something there that was useful or helpful in some way. Hmm. Let us know if that's the case. You can jump over to <laughs> Virtue Ministry on Facebook or you can meet us on Living Fullness on Instagram or as always, if you know us, come and talk to us in person. We love having a chat about anything that you guys Mm. have um, gotten out of this podcast or anything in general that you want to come and talk to us about. We're always open to that too. But before we head for the week, a truth, beauty and goodness for this week, Padre. Mm. I had a conversation with Greg the Greek. Greg the Greek. Greg the Greek. Mm -hmm. I got a phone call. This phone call, he goes, Father, it's Greg. Like, I know like... Hi, Greg. 50 Gregs. (laughs) This is not helpful. Uh, hi, Greg. Which which Greg am I talking to? It's 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 Greg the Greek. Huh? <laughs> Greg the Greek. I'm like, man, this just this doesn't narrow things down. I'm so sorry. Which Greg are you? Greg the Greek from university. Oh my gosh, it's Greg the Greek. I know you, Greg the Greek. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I caught up with a with a with a buddy from university. Uh, that that I lived with, and it was awesome. Aww. It was fantastic to be able to catch up with him and talk to him and see where he was up to. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it was really really beautiful, and uh, yeah yeah, and, and it was probably the, the the thing that made me not know who it was was that often when I catch up with my university buddies or when I see them, they just call me by my first name. They, oh, they, they don't even stick. Sure. They don't even stick father in front of, of me. Course. It's just sort of because they've they've known me for for donkeys. Yeah. Oh, Sean, I know you. Oh hi, how you going? But he's like. Hey, Father, how's it going? Oh, oh, wow! There's a university mate who knows me and who who who, who uses the, the the title of Father. Well, I was just it was such a beautiful conversation with him, and, and it was just it was it, the whole thing was magnificent. Aww. So yeah, it was beautiful to catch up with that. That's How beautiful. about yourself? For me, this week it was catching up with our prayer coordinator, Grace Mori. 
um, there was something that was weighing on my heart for a little while and I hadn't quite found the word to describe it. I wasn't actively thinking too much about it either. It was just sort of there. And um, we just sort of, we decided that we would um, just pray together. So, which we do from time to time. And we'd organise this particular evening and just before we started praying we sort of went okay well what will be the intentions of, of this prayer and she started verbalizing exactly what was going on in my heart for so long and I went oh there it is there are the words that I hadn't been able to put together and it'd been weighing on her heart as well so it was just it was a beautiful moment of recognizing that we all belong to the one body yeah. and that you know multiple hearts can be pulled mm. uh, towards this one particular thing at any at any given point and being able to participate in prayer together for that particular intention was just it was powerful and yeah. and special so that was my truth beauty and goodness for the week beautiful. thanks so much for joining us for another episode of living fullness we look forward to catching you again next week but until then know of our love and prayers god bless